like up until that point i had been taking snippets of him snippets of her his this her that and just assimilating it into myself because i like those things but in the end of the day i didn't really know who i was so i went home and i was kind of sad and my dad's i was sad he and i are like two i don't know we're like just like people so he knew something was up so he said son let me talk to you and so i went to his office and we had a conversation and i basically told him how i was feeling and he said something to me i don't think i'd ever forget he said everyone puts on their pants two like one leg at a time and it's so easy to get stuck in the fact that oh my goodness that's such a great person they're famous they're rich but they're still human and um he said that it's so important to have only one pedestal in your life with God, the one on top of that, because when you start to put other people on higher positions than you, and when you start to, you know, I guess, the lack of a better term, try to be other people, you're always going to fall short. Uh, he told me that it's so important to, and I feel like it all just goes back to who your friends are. That's why I love that song, um, What a Friend I Have in Jesus, because it's just so important to... um just hear those things from the people who are around you. And he just told me that no matter what happens at the end of the day, you have to understand that if you have no friends, if you have nothing, if you're a homeless on the side of the road begging for money, you're still going to be confident in who you are because your worth shouldn't come from anything. And I implore you to ask yourself that question. Like if I had nothing, if I had no friends, if all my family was gone, if my house was, you know, foreclosed and if my car was taken by the bank, would I be happy? And I feel like if the answer is no, then you have to do some self-reflection and self-evaluation and ask yourself, what's making me happy and why am I not happy by myself? Because at the end of the day, um, if you rely on things to make you happy, like Shiloh says, all earthly things will eventually pass away and your happiness will always be short-lived. That honestly was really difficult for me to realize. I remember up until eighth grade, I was just sort of just living life as it came by. And, you know, I remember in eighth grade, we had this um, like big friend group that I had because I was friends with one person and they were friends with another. And then eventually it just became a big thing. But one of my friends and I had kind of a falling out like halfway through the year. And so the whole thing just kind of created a big rift. And I remember from that point on, it was just like, what now sort of thing. Um, and for the next probably three years or so, I just didn't really know who I was. Whatever people said about me, I just kind of took because I didn't have anything inside to draw from. And it honestly took a while for me to get back to where I should have been and it's just really hard to break that it can be really difficult to break that cycle I guess it's just what I wanted to say yeah I, I definitely agree with you Jaden um in the sense where it's really sometimes it can feel impossible to kind of get out of that I know with me the timing of my whole like I guess as my called it midlife crisis um, the timing of it was terrible because just after that whole, who am I question started popping into my head. That's when I really started to invest in myself and try to like actual, actually do some public speaking more. So sometimes I speak at my church, I speak at small events. Um, 
I do like little like web thingies where I like do videos and send them out and stuff like that. And um, people begin to tell me, oh, you're so good. You have a gift, blah, blah, blah. And because I was asking myself who I was, because that that slot in my in my being wasn't filled, that's why I began to become some kid who has a gift. And I sort of lost that sense of hum humility that's so important, you know, and I guess that happens to a lot of people. Every one of us is born with a gift and it's really easy to lose sight of who we are when that gift is the only thing that we assimilate ourselves with, you know, like if you can sing or you can draw or you can write really well and people begin to tell you, man, you got a skill, you got a gift, you can do this better than anyone else. And if you don't know who you are, it becomes like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm better at anyone else in this area. And I feel like it's so important to, um, I guess, remain humble because I kind of had like a come to Jesus moment when, um, and this had never happened to me before. So I was shocked when it happened, but I had to, uh, I remember I came to school one day and Javelin B. Leah came to me and said, Gabe, I know this is on short notice and I know this is late, but it's SC's chapel this week, it's student council's chapel, and I was a student council pastor. And so she was like, yeah, and I need you to prepare a chapel for today. And if you can't do it, I'll do it, but I would really love you to do it. And so I basically had like two hours to put something together and that's on top of classes and everything. So I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, I, I can't do this. I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna crash and burn. And I realized that the whole time, like throughout this midlife crisis, I had been sort of, relying on my own skill to use my gift. And that's when I just, I, I left class, I went to the bathroom and I was just like, God, I, I can't do this without you. Like you have to be a part of me for this to work. And so literally chap was started, no clue what I was gonna talk about. I was, <laughs> I was sitting up there, I was just like, okay, well, I'm gonna go up there and I'm just gonna talk. I don't know what's gonna come out, but I'm just gonna talk. And so, um. Chaplain B, I remember she called me to the stage, she prayed over me and she handed me the mic and I was just like, oh Lord have mercy, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and so um, so I just opened my, I opened my mouth. Well, I remember I took out my phone out of my pocket and um, I opened my notes app and I, I don't know why I did, I just opened my notes out, my notes app and I saw my devotional from that morning. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go with this, I'm gonna go with this. And um, I remember a story I had heard a while ago. So like, I'm on the stage and this stuff is all coming together, all coming together. And so I just start talking and I start talking and talking and talking. And before I know it, I'm looking at the clock in the back of the chapel and it's time for chapel to end. And I'm like, okay, so now I'll close with prayer. And at this point, I'm like shaking because I'm like, okay, I got through this. I really hope it wasn't bad. Because in the moment, you know, you're just in the moment. But afterwards, you know, you may watch it or hear it. And you'll be like, you may be like, wow, that was terrible. So I pray and I close and um, everyone's saying, wow, that was just so amazing. That message really blessed me. I remember I went to class and a teacher that's not necessarily an outspoken teacher, he's more of like a, a sort of reclusive teacher. He said, that was one of the best messages I've ever heard. And so I went home and I just, I got home, I closed my door and I just fell to my knees and I was like, that's who I am. I'm, I'm your son, I'm your child, I can't do this without you. And so I feel like in the journey of trying to discover who you are, you know, God's given each of us a gift and it's so important to remain humble and acknowledge him in everything we do um, yeah, it was just something I just felt impressed to say, just really acknowledging God in everything you do when you're searching for who you are, because it can get easy to lost. It can get easy to get lost in that self, you know, self, I can do this. I can do that. This is on me. It can really be easy to get lost in that trap. So just making sure you're acknowledging God in everything. I had the same experience, but it was like, so 
I like poetry. I like writing poetry. I love performing. I love, I love poetry. And when my mom kind of introduced me to it, because I grew up watching her practice and watching her do that. And I, I just loved, I, I fell in love with it. And I had to, I, I, I had, I kind of had to sit down and I realized that poetry is about telling a story. It's about what you want people to understand. And I realized that I couldn't just write poetry because I loved it. I had to, I had to find something to say. I had to, I had to, I couldn't just do it kind of, because for me, every time my mom spoke, she was saying something, whether it was good, bad, she was saying something. And I wanted to say something. I just didn't want me to write poetry in vain. And so I would sit down and I would try to write and nothing would come out. And I'm like, okay, well, but I know I can because I've done it before. So, so let me, let me try again. And I realized that one, if I just pray and ask God, yo, can you, can you give me the words? to to speak i realized that he will and yeah you have to rely you can't rely on your own strength it's it's him who pushes you it's him who who wakes you up in the morning it's him it's always him it's always been him it always will be him and finding your confidence and your self-worth you got to find it in him you can't find it in anybody else because other people will change. Other people have feelings. And other people, no matter how much you trust them, their feelings are kind of untrustworthy when you think about it. God's always been the same. He always will be the same. He never changes. And so it's it's safer to place your bets on him than than to place your bets on anybody else because he's always been there for you and he always will. Yeah, I definitely. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you a question, but go ahead. Okay, I definitely agree with Maya because um, you have to find your worth in, in God. Because something I would do was like I, I would like dress up to go to church and be like, "Wow, I look really, I look really good today." So I, I would go to church and I would be waiting for someone to compliment me. And when someone didn't, I would feel some type of way. I'm like, "Oh, I was feeling myself today," and no one said anything. Like, "Oh, all right." But that's something I had to learn. I can't depend on other people. Like, I have to take my word for it. Like, if I'm feeling myself, I'm like, wow, Shell, like, you look bomb today. Like, just compliment yourself like that. And it's not being, you know, boastful or self, um, self-absorbed. self It's just, you know, you're building up your self-confidence, which is something that I had to really work on. Because if I'm like, wow, like, I don't look good today or wow, I... I looked great yesterday. What's what's going on today? You have to whatever state you're in. If you're just waking up, you have to you know boost that from from the start of your morning because if not, your day will just you know go downhill from there. Wow, that's so good, Gabe. You had a question? No. Yeah, I had a question. I, I did. Oh. I'm sorry. I just yeah. Um, my question was, where when do you think was your uh, I guess moment? I mean, we've all been sharing times that we've been through where. You know, it was like this is an issue. When do you think you realized that um you needed to f- 
find your your self-worth your self-confidence in and somewhere else other than where you were currently finding it um that's a great question um i had to like it was like little i guess sparks um throughout middle school um i know one day like i was wearing my hair out and my curls were out and someone was like wow like you have beautiful hair and that boosted my confidence a little bit um eighth grade i was you know singing or i or did something wow like you have a gift and that bursted my self-confidence again but i think high school was where i actually had to you know be like okay god i'm gonna you know believe in you and hear what you say because when someone would really give me a confident i'm um, a compliment sorry it would go in one ear and out the other like i'm like oh my gosh like you're so pretty i'm like thank you and then the next day I'd be like wow like you're ugly or another thing like that but um I'd say ninth grade, I would say January of this year actually was when I had like the real spark or it like stayed um, with me because um, I was, January was just not a good month for me. And um, I went to chat, I went to Chapman Villa and we had like a great conversation, but I was like really struggling with like a lot of things like family wise, school wise, um, friends wise, it was just a lot of things that were like all piling up, um, which led me to God. And I was like, God, I can't depend on earthly people to help me with my problems because you're the only one who can solve them and take them away. And um, when I like gave all my cares to him, um, he gave me like a blessing and, you know, blessed me with some like, you know, I guess helped me with my self confidence and just seeing how beautiful I was, regardless of how I looked. Like if I looked a mess, um, I would just speak life into myself, which is something that um, I've learned to do. But I would definitely say January of this year was when was the moment for me. I just wanted to say one thing um, to to the to anybody who's listening to the people that are listening. It wasn't instant, at least for me, it wasn't. I had to work. I I had to want to love myself. It, it it's not instant. You don't pray to God, hey God, give me self confidence, and it happens like that. This is not instant microwaved stuff. You you got You got to put it in the oven. You got to set the timer. You got to put it in the oven, and you got to wait. You gotta let it bake. You you have to put in the work. You have to put in the work to want to be better and to want to love yourself. So I I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, well, my said is definitely it's definitely a journey. Um, but I feel like when you're there, there's like no turning back. Like yes, I definitely have my days where I'm just like ugh, like why can't I look like her? Or why don't I have this or that? But um, you definitely, it's definitely a journey. But when you're there, you're there. 